Welcome back to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm your host, Maddox. Joined by me is my co-host, Jack. We cover Canby Athletics and interview coaches and players to get better insight on what's going on. On today's episode, we start off with our segment of Highlights and Lights, followed by a recap of the boys' and girls' basketball games. We wrap up today with a great interview with the girls' basketball head coach, Ingrid McCoy. Well, um, Jack... We're on winter break now. Oh, yeah. So uh, how's how's your final week before we got um, into it? It was actually really nice. Like uh, we were, you were right about Spanish classes watching Elf. It was a great uh, day on Friday. Watch Elf. <laughs> the rumors were true, I guess, right? Yeah, what, exactly. What, what do you got for your highlights? Oh, uh, so I'm gonna start it off with um, the National Signing Day. So uh, one of Canby's own, Jacob Strand, signed to Oregon State. I want to uh, highlight that for a moment, and then I want to bring it back to Travis Hunter. Not, not a lot of people might know the name, but uh, he was a big name on um, ESPN and uh, all like the news stations because he's the number one recruit out of the 2022 class, and um, he committed to Jackson State and HBCU in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So the big story out of this was like that this doesn't really happen. A big-time recruit goes to like HBCU, which are typically smaller colleges. Yeah. But um, they're coached by a legendary cornerback in the NFL, Deion Sanders. Yeah, Coach Prime. And the, I don't, rumor has it that this guy's getting a $1.5 million NIL name, name, image, and likeness deal. Yeah, um, by uh, Barstool Sports, right? Right, because Barstool Sports, they do um, – Oh, before I keep going, I'm going to apologize to the viewers today. My voice is not at 100%. <laughs> voice is not at 100% today, so I'm going to try and power through this. I'm going to let Jack do most of the talking. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, just before I keep going. But, yeah, so Barstool Sports, their own TV station thing, they do a version of Hard Knocks, which is, like, kind of just they record the behind-the-scenes of what they do, practice, games, oh, yeah, all that. Sure. But they do that with Jackson State because they're such a – yeah, kind of like a smaller school, but like they're the biggest of the smaller schools. Exactly, exactly. So there's a rumor on the street has it that he's getting a pretty big chunk of that deal. Yeah, and uh, he was, for a lot of people that didn't know, uh, he was like committed to like 100% to Florida State. Uh, right. And um, the Jackson State like hat wasn't even on his board. And then someone from the fans threw it in. Yep, threw in the hat when he, so he takes. I think he puts on. He puts on a Georgia. Puts and he's on a like, Georgia hat. Was, throws it off. He's like, nope, I'm committed not to there. Florida State. And then throws that hat throw, off. <laughs> yeah, throws that one out. Zips then, off his shirt or zips off zips off his jacket, and then catches another hat. Jackson State commit and shocks the world. Yeah, and uh, Prime the day before was actually on. Um, pardon my take. Mm-hmm. And he was Marshall um, Sports Podcast. Yeah. And he was like, we're going to shock the world tomorrow. Just watch. And then he called it uh, number one recruit goes to Jackson State. So that's a pretty big one. How about you? What was your highlight? Uh, I got a couple, but I'm going to start. I talked. I touched on this last week, how Tiger Woods is back. Yes. And him and his son and his son, Charlie, shot 25 under this weekend. Yeah. 15 under on the last day, too. So it's crazy day. Crazy day to golf. They Uh, were um, going into Sunday. I want to say they were 10th place. I was watching a little bit of it. And, um. Yeah, John Daly and uh, John Daly the second, him and his son, uh, they actually won it all. It was pretty impressive. Tiger and him lost by two strokes. How old Tiger is and... How old is John Daly's son? Oh, he's like um, he's playing for Arkansas right now, in college. So he has to be in his like twenties. I could just imagine them like just smoking smoking cigars in the back nine. <laughs> just hitting out. it off of a beer can exactly as John Daly does you know yeah. I think they he plays I wonder if it's just runs in the family Dude. they play better in paired yeah 
uh, John Daly was actually uh, rocking a full blonde beard and uh, mullet. So it like Santa Claus, Im- like Santa Claus, like Santa Claus, but like a Santa Claus mullet. It was pretty impressive. I mean, honestly. He, I mean, he kind of fits the Santa Claus build. He's yeah, a little bit, a little bigger. He's a little, guy. Ch- a little big, but uh, I know honestly, he was smoking shots. That's what he does. Yeah, he was a pretty, he was pretty good out there. But Tiger Woods is back in his first golf tournament. Yeah, it was. Uh, he played actually pretty well. I was kind of shocked. Like they got second, second place. Yeah, second place, lost by two strokes. Yeah, they had the eagle, and then they missed the putt, oh. and then missed it again. You, see it. you know, if Jack was on the virtual golf simulator, I would like to think he would have sunk it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, no no question there. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Like, are you even going to put that one up for grabs? Yeah. I mean, like, on what course? What What's your go-to course on My the My go-to on the virtual, course, uh, Bighorn Mountains. Where's that at? Um, Colorado. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Duh. Duh, obviously. Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have another uh, highlight. Um, we already touched on this, but it's officially Christmas break. Yes, all my students yes. who go to Canby, we get like what the next two and a half weeks off. That's oh, so nice, so refreshing. Nice. Get to go into this new year. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're gonna start working out too. So oh, yeah, I encourage too. everyone to get some um, activity. Get some gains in. Yeah, get some gains. Um, Just some but self it's better. Six man. days till Christmas. Six days till Christmas. You so can't excited. wait. I can't wait. What'd you ask for? Oh, I asked for some running headphones, actually. Weak. Dude, runners Dude. don't need music while they're... <laughs> yeah, we do. Dude. When you're going solo runs? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's facts, actually. Yeah, yeah, come on. You got, like, you listen to Donda or Blood on the Leaves? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, what's your other highlight? Uh, so, I'm 1-0 in weather predictions. Oh, yes. Last week, I talked about it. Snow by March. I was in Clackamas last night. Lots and lots of snow. So I'm wanting to know in weather predictions. Does this start my weather forecasting career? Maybe. We don't know. I mean, Pete is out of the business. Yep, yep. So shout out to Pete Sandstone. But uh, Maddox is coming for that job. Yep, yep. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Uh, But snow by by Christmas, question mark? Do we want to lock that in? I'm going to say snow by New Year. Snow by Christmas. I'm locking it in. Going 2-0. Okay. I'm going to go 1-0 because... Uh, I'm not going to count the one because I kind of hopped okay, on yours. Okay. And I have one more highlight. The new Spider-Man movie is so good. <laughs> so good. I Don't so- spoil it for the viewers. Okay, I won't spoil it. I haven't seen but it But I went either. and saw it on Friday night. It was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. I can't say too much because I obviously don't want to spoil the movie. But, yeah, it was super good. Super action-packed. Um, yeah, it was It was, it was I, insane. Uh, it was a really coming-of-age story for, uh, for my boy... Uh, Shoot, what's, what's the actor's name? Um, Which one? Spider-Man? Tom Holland. It was Tom a, Holland. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was a uh, he c- kind of his character kind of comes full circle and he becomes he can really he becomes a good character. Yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. Yep, yep. Yeah, I gotta leave it at that. Right, right, I won't say too much. I won't say too much. <laughs> all right, so I got a low light um, for all my Oregon State Beavers fans. We uh, ended our. Jimmy Kimmel inaugural LA Bowl. It was a pretty impressive bowl down at SoFi Stadium, but uh, oh, that's where they played it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it it was real sweet. Um, but yeah, we lost twenty four to thirteen. To offense I, to Utah State. Offense Ew. played terrible, dude. Yeah. We were so bad. No. Yeah, no, it was a bad game. We lost by eleven. It just we couldn't play. Yeah. Well, hey, on the on the bright side. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to keep things positive this podcast, oh, yeah. okay? Um, Beavs had the best season they've had in how many years? And they Eight made, a bowl, ga- and they made yeah. a bowl game. 
Yeah. So they're on the come up, on the come up. Yes, just look out for those Oregon State Beavers. We're yeah. coming, Maeve. Yeah. My low light, I didn't have a lot of low lights this week, actually. I had a really I know, I only week. had one, too. Yeah, so my one low light is, I, I, I talked about it last week. I was so excited to go to wrestling on Thursday. I was I so excited. We were going to be wrestlers. Like, I was like... We're not real wrestlers on the podcast, and you corrected me. Not yet. yet. Not yet. And it got canceled because of some COVID stuff, and I was really upset about it. I know. Just kind of, like, ruined the vibe of the day, but then we caught it back up. Yeah. So, so we, need, we need to get, we need to get like, we had Enzard on, but we need to get an <laughs> actual wrestler on the podcast. All right. So we're going to transition on to the recap of this week's basketball it was a great week. Great, great week. week. It was I a mean, great week. We, the only can be athletics that happened this week because of COVID were, was basketball. So that's all we got today. Hey, but like it was great basketball. So you can't really complain when you got great basketball. Exactly. So on Tuesday, the Canby boys basketball played South Salem. Blowout. 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 One by 17, 63 to 46. Peyton Myers led the show with 22 points and, uh, Dom Pepper actually came out. D-Pep. Yeah, D-Pep came out, like, balling in the first half. Dude just gets hustle points. Guy, that guy just oh, yeah. gets rebounds and putbacks. And he had 13 points and eight boards, and I'm pretty sure almost all of it was in the first half. Yeah, he came out He yeah. came out playing, playing hard. Yeah, he Shout came out, out real well. And um, they played this weekend. Uh, played? Yes. Lake Ridge Tournament. Lake Ridge Tournament. Went to the um, first game. I could not go to this, the last two. Yes. Uh, t- they went two and one. We got third in the tournament. Uh, we beat Southridge and Sunset in a rematch. Yes, a rematch over Southridge. They are zero and two against our Canby Cougars. Yep. So this game was actually a lot closer than the first game. We only won by seven uh, early on. We really struggled to shoot the ball. That was oh, the, yeah. that was my even though we scored sixty points. I feel like we really struggled to shoot, and we had some lapses defensively. Obviously, they kind of kept it in. Um, they shot the and they shot the ball pretty exceptionally well. Their point guard, yeah. their point guard had like twenty four points. He had like seven threes or something. Yeah, like he that. was the short guy, right? Number mm-hmm. three. Yeah, number four kind of took over in the very first game, and uh, this game it was number three. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of weird because number four was like their best player by far, and we highlighted that on the podcast. Um, I think he he kind of went down in the second quarter with an ankle injury. So oh he, yeah, because I kind of came into that game a little late. Yeah, so he was he got a little banged up in the first half. So yeah, but we pulled out with the win, so that's a good highlight. Um, but we lost in our very second in our second game. First game, first loss of the season. Yeah, but um, I, w- I do want to highlight for the first time in a long time the Cougs started out five and zero. Five and zero. Let's give a cut. Yeah, clap it up for the for the Cougs. But uh, that did only uh, hold for a day as we lost to uh, North Medford. But they are the number two team in the state. Yeah, very good team. They uh, are a crazy good team. Lost by twenty nine. But I honestly think game's a lot closer if we are making our shots. I mean, I heard uh, that Peyton and Alex like our leading scorers and stuff. They only shot the ball like four for twenty-one. Yeah, so from, from like the, around the arc, and stuff. you know, maybe if we have a little bit, bit better of a day, we're gonna give them some closer comp. But yeah, that's a very good North Medford team. Obviously. Yeah, they have a lot of size too, is what I heard. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they competed really well. Um, but uh, we finished it off with a win over Sunset. So going two and one in a big tournament that has some pretty good teams in it is pretty good. Yeah. So, so the guys have started six and one this year, which is, I mean. That's, That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I know Coach Evans has done a lot of hard work, and the 
I mean, yeah. it's transitioned to the court, and these guys, yeah, off to the, probably the, off hardest, to, yeah, the, the hottest, hottest start in a while. In, in a long time. So yeah, we're right to, now ninth in the state, so that's really good. Yeah. So transitioning over to the girls' side, the girls went 3-0 and in their Lake Oswego tournament. Wow, clap it up. Let's go, girls. Um, I won't go Big into dubs. too much detail on these games just because we're having the girls coach on later, so we'll be able to ask her about it more. So mm-hmm. I know they won their first game against McDaniel, forty-nine to thirty-four. Wow! They won their second game, thirty-six to twenty-five against Newburgh, and I was not able to get a score for the third game, but I know they won. Yes, I uh, heard that too. Um, they against Lake Oswego, I heard they played pretty good. Yeah. Like I know Coach was real happy about it when I was uh, trying to coordinate the interview. But, yeah, she was real happy about how they played. They, st- they st- started off slow in their first game against Nelson, but, like, I feel like they've rebounded since that really uh-huh. well, and they've been playing really – they've played well, and, obviously, and it's translating to wins. Yeah, and I know you and I both highlighted – we were like, I wonder if uh, the not, not having their head coach was a factor. Exactly, and they're undefeated and this, th- yes, this since season then. with their head coach. So I, I guess think, we'll have to ask her about that. I think we're 1-0 on good takes. High five. High five. Good job, good job. And good. fist bump. Yeah, and fist bump. But Once we uh, get that was video, a great take. You guys will see that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we got to get some video on that one. Um, but that was a great take by us. Exactly. And the girls are four and one on the season, right? Mm-hmm. And the guys are six and one. So both basketball programs are, are collective ten and two. That's that's pretty good. And no offense to teams past, but it just hasn't this been is, that way. No. So. I think the last time uh, both these teams like went out to the start was uh, our freshman year, actually. Mm-hmm. When, Sounds about right. When the girls played well and the boys went to state. Exactly. So hopefully another another. They can continue team. it through the season. I know they don't have a they don't have games for like two weeks or whatever now because of Christmas break and yeah. Or actually, do they? No, oh, guess, we just, just we week? just have practices and then the next week we have okay. Games. So we have they have a little stoppage in games for a little bit. Yeah, week after Christmas though we will be back with with basketball. Highlights. So you guys have the you guys have the Canby tournament coming up, right? Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be a big tournament. Good. All right, so now transitioning to our interview with head coach Ingrid McCoy. We welcome on head Canby girls basketball coach Ingrid McCoy. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me, guys. (laughs) Of course. So uh, we want to start with uh, what was your, like, playing basketball career, like high school, college, kind of take us through that. So I started out playing youth basketball as a third grader and, you know, played all the way through, fell in love with the game, was lucky enough to move from a farm town here in Oregon to Oregon City as a middle school kid and um, lucky enough to be coached by Brad Smith, um, Hall of Fame basketball coach. And yeah, um, yeah. (laughs) he's pretty good. He's amazing. And he's amazing human and amazing basketball coach. So um, spent my high school career at Oregon City and was lucky enough to win a state title my senior year in 1992. yeah. Yeah. So you you were on like that first team that started that big wave of Oregon City girls basketball. You guys yep. won state title after state title, national championships. Yeah, correct. Back to back national championships in '96 and '97. Correct. Yes. So what was it? What was it like being like a part of that? I mean, I'm, I imagine it's probably a pretty cool deal. It was. It really was. It was an amazing experience for our community. the The team had actually been in a state championship game two times previous. Um, in 88 and 89 and they had lost in the state championship game and I was in the stands as a kid as a youth player watching that and being heartbroken and thinking oh my gosh I can't wait I want that to be me I want to be out there Um, and then to be able to get that opportunity um, my senior year and actually win and kind of you know break the break the ice yeah that's incredible and started off it was good who'd you guys play 
We played Lake Oswego. Okay, so a, t- oh, wow. a TRL, yeah, TRL team. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That's crazy. And we had split that in the season, so um, that was our only loss the entire season was to them. So, and then we turned wow. around and won in the state title game. Yeah, so. that's incredible. Yeah. So, what's that like attitude and like culture like when I mean, as like a player, like do you you have that mentality of just get grinding hard every day, or what's what's it like? It absolutely was. I mean, it was really just part of what we did every day and and kind of the expectation um, that had been set before us. So all the girls before me really had paved the way and the expectations that Brad had set forth. And we spent hours and hours in the off season. um, And that was our choice, of course. But we were in the gym a ton and lots of camps, lots of clinics, tons of open gym time. Um, And then, you know, during our season, three hours a day, six days a week and, um, you know, weight vest, conditioning coaches, defensive coaches. Um, So it was a huge commitment. That's crazy for high school basketball, too. It was. So uh, Brad Smith, I mean, a lot of people might not know who he is. Do you want to just run us through who he is? (laughs) Um, Brad Smith, was uh, he taught history at the high school. Phenomenal history teacher. Um, (laughs) He's phenomenal at pretty much anything he puts his mind to. Um, And then... You know, he's just a person of integrity. Um, he's a person that, you know, is very passionate about what he does. He's passionate about helping people, um, mm-hmm. very committed to his faith and brings that into, um, you know, everything that he does and sets a great example. And he's just one of the hardest working, good human beings that I've ever met. And he's got yeah. a fantastic ability to motivate and teach at the same time. Do you have any, like, personal stories that, like, stick out to you when it comes <laughs> to him? From, um, from, like, a game or practice or just off the court? You know, Brad is just kind of one of those people. I don't know if I have a specific story. If I think of something, I'll come back. But um, he's just one of those people that is um, like you hear his voice and you know immediately who he is. Um, You know, it's the voice. It's the the way that he talks to people, the way that he handles himself um, and just the ability that he has to bring things out. Um, One thing, I mean, a lot of things that Brad or the people don't know about Brad is he's extremely, he's an avid reader. He's hilarious and he's so competitive. He's competitive. I mean, like you could play tiddlywinks with him and he'd be competitive or (laughs) dice or pickup sticks. Like it's literally, there's a strategy. There's a, you know, he's, um, he's just one of those kind of people that is just, um, kind of larger than life a little bit. Absolutely. For sure. All right, so um, like you were a senior that year that they won the title yes. or the title, yeah. Um, so do you think that's like something like the leadership aspect is like something that made you want to get into coaching? Definitely. Um, I just always had a love for the game, um, and and I think I was just fortunate enough to have good coaching and just the ability to to learn the game, and kind of have an aptitude for the, the X's and O's piece as well as. Um, you know, strategy and, you know, just being able to kind of like, I honestly started out as kind of just a way to give back to my community and coach Mm -hmm. in the youth program. Um, Right out of college, I did some summer league stuff and um, it was really just kind of about community service for me. And then it just kind of grew and grew and um, opportunities presented themselves and I just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Where did you start coaching? At Oregon City. Yeah. yeah, In the youth in the summer. So helping with clinics. And then I ran my own summer league um, my senior year in college with Brad's help um, to get the facilities and and that kind of stuff and ran my own league and obtained my own refs. And yeah. yeah, So that was a great experience. It was kind of a, you know, a a little bit of business and a little bit of, you know, the responsibility piece of that and and contacting coaches and putting the games and schedules together. So it was good. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, So how did you hear about the Canby job? 
Well, I know Chuck, yeah. uh, the former coach. Um, uh-huh. We coached for one year together at Oregon City as assistants. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, and Pat Woodward, who's one of our oh, yeah. current assistants at the Canby um, mm-hmm. program, also coached with Chuck. And so it was kind of always, we always kind of kept tabs on each other and would text back and forth every now and again. And um, I heard that the job came open and I was, you know, felt bad that Chuck was um, was leaving the program and was like, oh, that's a bummer. And I didn't honestly give it a second thought. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I was thinking, I didn't think that I had the time or the availability or, you know, in that time in my life, I was just getting married. I'm, ha- you know, all yeah. these different changes in my life. I'm a manager at my work. And so I honestly didn't even think to apply until, you know, a couple people in my life were like, hey, have you thought about applying for the Cami job? And I was like, no, I'm way too busy for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, lo and behold, Pat had had a conversation with our AD, with Ben, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Weiniger, and, um. Anyway, he's like, I might give in your phone number to the athletic director. <laughs> he might know who you are. Yeah. So that's kind of how that went. And then conversation started and here we are. Yeah. So um, how are your, ex- like, what are your expectations going into this year? I know we're uh, five games in, but like, what yeah. are you expecting out of the team? Well, I mean, in the beginning, I really didn't know what to expect, right? Right. Um, After, especially coming off a COVID year, I think it's hard to have expectations, period. Absolutely. For sure. So it was such a a weird year for everybody. Um, But now after having, you know, gotten in the gym with the girls and kind of seeing where we stand and, you know, what we have, I have, I have high expectations. I I, I really do. I I mean, we were now three and one. Um, It's unfortunate I missed that first game. Um, yeah. But I think I want to talk about that for a second. Is yeah. it is it weird that you had to miss your first your first head coaching game due to your own wedding? It was awful, actually. <laughs> it was awful, but a good excuse, I think. I, I can oh, say yeah, that. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, we had planned the wedding far before we even thought Absolutely. that there might even be a possibility of me being a head coach somewhere. Um, even if I was coaching in the youth program, I thought, oh, taking a week away, I think I'll be okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, so no, it was torturous actually, and I could have watched the game live, and I just couldn't do it because you didn't want I, to. No, Nope. I'm like, I can't, I just can't do it. I, I might shed a tear because I just was dying inside to be there. And yeah, you know. so uh, Maddox and I actually uh, predicted, we were like, so I wonder if it was a thing because they were missing their head coach. And like, now you guys are three and up with the head coach. So we're like, it has to be something oh. with the coach. No, I think they, they battled hard and had some first game jitters. And yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I really think if you guys shot the ball, just a, even a fraction of a bit better, you guys win that game. Absolutely. Easily. Hands down Absolutely. Too. They had so many great opportunities and good looks in the paint and they were, ex- mm-hmm. you know, they were executing, obviously they just couldn't finish. Yeah. I think it was like 24% or 21%. It was, it was yeah. definitely like a first game of the year type of game. Yes. Yeah. It yes. was, we were talking about, it. we were like, yeah, it's probably missed shots. I mean, you get them out. Yeah, early in the games, yeah. but and when yeah. I came back, the girls were like, "Maybe if we made a layup, we might." <laughs> 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 Sounds like it. Hey, it's all right. Yeah, yep. So, uh, what what are your plans for the future of Canby basketball? I mean, are you planning to stay around for a while? Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I certainly didn't take the job to to be a one and done. Oh you yeah. Know? I mean, I, I want to build a program. I mm-hmm. you know not that we don't have one, but I oh, want yeah. I want to build a program with a little bit different philosophy and be a little bit more integrated with our youth program as we move oh, forward. Yeah. Um, like, you know, obviously it's slow a slow start for me because it was so late in the game. Yeah. And so I'm really just focused on trying to get through this season and, and do the best that I can with the, the kids we have at the high school level and kind of... And then work your way down And then, almost. yes, absolutely. And so then we can kind of... Because um, then you can almost like work the kids that are in like younger up yep. to being varsity stars. Yep, 
and really kind of integrate some of the things that we do defensively and even some base offense uh, stuff for them to kind of build a foundation so that these concepts are not brand new to them when they oh, come yeah. come to the high school level. So that's that's, smart. that's my goal. That's very smart, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you got that from your coach? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We have kids in, in that program that have run the presses and defenses and know the rotations and stuff from the time that we start in fifth grade. So that that is my goal is to kind of – kind of build that foundation here as well is it going to be weird going against Oregon City twice a year is it going to be weird <laughs> to like be on the you're playing them now instead of playing right, coaching them. with them or yeah. Play, yeah how's that what's that going to be like I think it's going to be weird but I think it's going to be fantastic at the same time it's it's so interesting now how my the mindset has shifted for me like mm-hmm. I never honestly truly being honest I never thought I would you know leave my home so to speak you I know? think a lot of people would say that being, so. a, being an alumni and having coached in the program for the better part of 20 years but it's amazing how I've come here and all of a sudden I'm very very integrated <laughs> and I find myself thinking oh my gosh I cannot wait to play them because I want to beat them so bad <laughs> so it's yeah you know it's that true competitive spirit like I will root for the individuals as kids always but I will always yeah. you know um, want my team to come out on top oh you know, for of, sure of course kind of like playing your best friend right yeah exactly <laughs> So, yeah, something at Canby High School. I mean, we talked to Craig Evans about it. We um, talked we've, Every time we've interviewed a basketball person, we ask him about this. Yeah, oh, okay. so pack the gym. Yeah. Biggest night in Canby yeah. basketball. Um, they have double headers. Yes. Boys and girls. What are you are you excited for it? I'm so excited for it. Oh yeah. I'm super excited. That's that's like a dream come true for me. I, <laughs> one of my interview questions was describe the perfect game as a coach, and oh, yeah. it really was. I didn't ha- use the word pack the gym, but that the gym would be just max oh. capacity. It's loud. It's crazy. It's intense. It's a close uh-huh. game. That's I'm I'm looking yeah, forward no, to that. Pack the gyms. It's a crazy atmosphere. Excited. Yeah. So I want to backtrack just a little bit. So we talked about how you guys had a tournament in Lake Oswego this weekend, and you guys you guys won all, all three of your games. We've only played two so far. Okay. We played, played Saturday two. and today, okay. and we have our yes. championship, championship game tomorrow, game tomorrow. at four thirty yes. p.m. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what did you what do you think you guys did well? Like, how did you guys end up winning these games? We did we did so many things well. I'm really excited. Um, our defense really, really, really stepped up and our mm-hmm. rebounding. Um, our kids have, today, especially, um, it was a very physical game. And they were able to maintain their composure on offense. Yeah. And they were able to we, – we've really been working hard at playing at a fast pace but slowing down and slowing your mind down mm-hmm. and making sure that we're focused and making good decisions on offense, but yet having that f- fly-around mentality on defense. Oh, yeah. um, so kind of that foot on the throttle and when to let up. And I think that um, they're really doing a good job. And our point guard has done an amazing job yeah, of pacing Mead. us. Ali Mead has done a great job of being tough and pacing us. Yeah, I definitely noticed from your first game, you guys have a scrappy bunch. Yes, we do. Yeah, like uh, we even saw like you guys were down like 10 points almost in the fourth quarter and just steals got you guys to get back in the game. Yep. Yeah, so like that's a big key part of your guys' yep. defense and stuff. Yep, our half court trap has been giving us giving some people some fits, and um, oh, yeah. we're just going to continue to expand that and <laughs> and and you know lengthen and the court. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And controlling the pace of the game. When yeah. if you're the team that can dictate the pace, I think that you're almost guaranteed a victory because yes. you can kind of can just control the game flow. So yep. absolutely. And I was really proud of our girls. We gave up. It's ironically enough, both games we gave up seven offensive rebounds in the first half, and both days I said at halftime, let's cut that in half. And mm-hmm. both days we actually did that. That's impressive. And that really helped us a lot in the second half. As oh well. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I noticed on offense, you guys like to run like pick and rolls a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's like worked really well. I I, I couldn't see the your games this weekend, but uh, is this still working or is that still how is your offense? like um, with the new system and stuff? 
Um, it's a it's slow start, but you know we're really looking to kind of you know get the ball at a high post and look for some back doors and look for oh, some yeah. back screens, um, you know, and then really create opportunities for the kids to play basketball mm-hmm. and and read the defense themselves and not just run a robotic play and it has to go here and yeah. it has to go there, but actually give them some freedom to make reads and you know do you have a shot fake drive do you have a, sh- a wide open shot do you have mm-hmm. you know do you need to give it up and reset? So um, really just trying to create um, spacing for them to play basketball within. And that's been an, a little bit of a new experience for them. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm seeing some really good things. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, you played basketball, yeah. you uh, coached. So what's your like funniest or most memorable basketball story? Um, wow. That I'm willing to share. <laughs> um, you can share whatever you like. On oh it. yeah. Well, I do have a pretty, pretty funny. Um, we, we got actually lost in the subway station in downtown Brooklyn, New York. Oh, wow. When I was a junior, when we were playing in the Christ the King tournament in uh, New York with Brad and our team. And you were playing? And we were, yep, we were oh, okay. playing. And um, so we went. Was to, this on the way to a game? Nope, we oh, were, okay, it was post game. We had, <laughs> we had, yeah, it was post game. We had went down. Oh, I know what it was. We had went down um, and we actually got to meet Rick Adelman and the Trailblazers because they were oh, playing wow. at Madison Square Garden. Oh, so what a we, coincidence. Yeah, so Brad, of course, being Brad got connected somehow to Rick Adelman and we got to meet them and wave to them and, you know, shake their hands outside when they got on the bus to go to their hotel after the game (laughs) at Madison square garden. So we were down there pretty late at night. Um, so then we had to get the subway back to our hotel back in Queens. Well, we somehow ended on the uh, ended up on the wrong subway, and of course, being uh-huh. a player, we let the coaches take care of it. So we just followed <laughs> along and got on whatever we were supposed I've, to. I've actually been on the subway before. Yes. It's very confusing. It is very. So we ended up in the in Brooklyn, and I uh, went the wrong way, and so um, we got lost and stranded, and we're sitting, and it was freezing cold. It was December. <laughs> it was about this time of year, and um, anyway, we ended up getting a good Samaritan to help us and figure out that's awesome. how to get turned back around. But, but that's we, hilarious. But we spent a good 45 minutes freezing <laughs> our butts off in the, you know, under the underground in, in the, the subway, subway in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. Yes, uh, we appreciate thank you. it, and good Absolutely. luck the rest of the way. Thank you, yes. guys. I appreciate good you having luck. me. We yeah. appreciate your support. No awesome. Fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cougar Country Hometown Sports. And again, we thank you guys for all the recent support. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Next week, we have another action-packed episode where we recap the games and matches from the week and have our second player interview.